0: Welcome to Orange Power half hour. This is our sixth episode um, so far. I am here as always with my dad Shane, um, and we are going to dive right in. Um, Pops, it's a good day to be a cowboy.
1: It's a great day to be a cowboy, and I'm yes, I'm here with my daughter Shelby. It yes. was a uh, yeah, it was a, a fantastic, crazy college football weekend. Um. I don't know what my expectations were, but this <laughs> this uh, met and exceeded them in in all possible ways.
0: Yeah, um, as I'm sure most of people listening know, uh, the Pokes take down the Baylor Bears, um, thirty six to to twenty five, um, and there was a lot riding on this game, obviously for a lot of reasons to do with the this season currently. Um, but I don't know about you, pops. I got pretty tired of hearing about. Uh, the big 12 championship game last year. Um, and I was so fr- frustrated about it. In fact, cause I, I'm sure you watched, um, ESPN game day and just the pregame in general. And it was all pretty much focused on how bad Spencer Sanders played against Baylor last year and basically how Baylor's the better football club. And they proved that last year. Um, and that, that was pretty, I got pretty irritated about that. So I'm glad we've kind of nipped that in the bud. But, um, on that note, just a fun little stat here. Um, Gundy is three and one now against Dave Aranda, the head coach for the Baylor bears. And I just thought that was interesting. Cause all you heard about was that one big 12 championship game. And historically in the past, just a couple of times we've matched up with them, you know, we've, we've taken home the W and of, of course it wasn't the one with the big 12 championship on the line, but we've held our own with them in the, in the past. Um, but I just wanted to throw that out there just so we could kind of forget about the big 12 championship game last year.
1: Well, I think that's a, that's a great point. I, I, I too got kind of tired of hearing about it. I, I think you got tired of hearing about it f- from me during our last podcast. Yeah, Cause pretty I, much. I, I, I kind of inadvertent, inadvertently, inadvertently uh, referenced it a couple of times, but no, that's a good stat uh, Mike Gundy against Dave Aranda, because I think, uh, you know, Dave is really well-respected uh, around the country. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so for, for Mike to have that against him head to head and another little interesting statistic i i have to double check this but i think i heard one of the announcers say that oklahoma state has won maybe 8 out of the last 13 games played in waco oh um, okay so uh, another you know yeah. another pretty good little bullet for for oklahoma state in that regard but yeah just this game had been so hyped mm-hmm. and exactly i th- i think based on what we had seen from the Cowboys so far, I certainly didn't go into the game feeling like, you know, the, that Oklahoma State couldn't win it. I thought we could win it, but I I guess I probably had it in my mind that if we won it, it would have to be kind of in a shootout fashion where we, yes. you know, maybe scored in the, in the high 40s. Um, because I just didn't, I hadn't seen enough from our defense, I guess, against quality competition to really know what we had, and, mm-hmm. and that was kind of kind of the wild thing about the game is you take away about eight minutes of the third quarter, and this was a real old school defensive slugfest. Uh, you know, the all the points were scored in one little brief window yep. of time there in the third quarter.
0: Yeah, for sure. Just some, um, just kind of overall points here. Um, about the game um, on Saturday, uh, total offense um, had 379 yards. Um, little defense, uh, stats here we got two interceptions on the game. Um, Baylor was third and 11, third of 11 on third down conversions. Um, which sounds pretty good to me. I'll take third for 11 on third downs. The only problem was with uh, Coach Aranda. Said we don't care. We'll go for it on fourth down, and they were three of five on fourth downs. So
1: yeah, it was some crazy statistics uh, there, and 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 you're just seeing a little bit more of that. I think all throughout college football, we're going to see it again this next weekend because uh, the Texas Tech mm-hmm. coaching staff is going to have the absolute same point of view about fourth down. It kind of reminds me of when Mike Leach was first at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, and couldn't stop a soul defensively and so basically they went for it on every fourth down it didn't matter what fourth and 15 from their own 15 yeah. they went for it they didn't care and so you know crazy. they were slinging the ball o- all over the yard and yeah and that seems to be a little bit of of Aranda's approach and um you know it's it's risk reward uh, mm-hmm. you know yeah. for sure and and you know they hit us on a, a fourth and five for a you know, eighty-yard touchdown. So yeah, it can and that, certainly that pay off.
0: That 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 can't happen. We can talk about that a little later. But that was kind of my my one you know negative takeaways. You just can't you can't give up big plays like that on fourth down and just. But, just but the flip happen. side
1: of that was they they gave us a short field a couple of times when they went for it and true. didn't get it. So yeah, true. You know, it. Uh, I, I think we got the the better end of it overall. And those those statistics, of course, Oklahoma State didn't have. Uh, uh, I don't know that we went for it on fourth down, but maybe uh, one time. I remember the the one Think time once. that we picked it up on uh, Spencer Sanders sneak. Mm-hmm. But overall, the third and fourth down conversion percentages for both clubs were about the same. You know, Coach Gundy went over some of this stuff in his post game.
0: Yeah, the, I saw that.
1: The rush per carry averages for both teams were about the same. Yeah, Just a the- lot of statistical similarities, mm-hmm. except in special teams where – Oklahoma state had a a little bit more than 150 yards more in special team return yards than Baylor did. And, and as he pointed out, you know, that's a, that's a football field and a half yes. and, and probably worth a couple of scores. One, one direct score, uh, mm-hmm. you know, on the, yeah. on the, on the uh, Mixon, uh touchdown return. So
0: yeah. Super stoked for him, by the way. Nick, on that. I'm, I think I I'm said, I'm happy for I him. I think
1: I said Mixon. I have to correct that Nixon. Yes, that's, Nixon. that's correct.
0: Yeah. Um, super happy for him. I think he's probably is he third on the depth chart for backs.
1: Well, I think so. Although I, I saw that uh, that the the Texas A and M transfer Jackson did get in for a carry, so I you know I don't really know how the depth chart uh, plays out. Yeah, but I, I think that Jaden is is has been third, and, and Jackson would be the the fourth back in that in that mix.
0: Speaking well, either way, of backs, he's, he's not getting a ton of carries, so I'm happy he got to run right. one all the way. That's awesome. Well, yeah,
1: his his speed is uh, is a real difference maker. But, you know, since we mentioned backs, I, I've got to say something about Dominique Richardson. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't have a ton of yards. You know, he rushed mm-hmm. uh, the ball 24 times for 75 yards. But, man, oh, man, were they tough yards. He was yeah. a battering ram in there. Just, yeah. I I think he wore on on Baylor's defense, and there was – uh several times that you know and they're he's good up front they're ex- outstanding yeah. up front yeah but he's picking up three and four yards sometimes when there's no yards there to be had um yep. we, we were just maybe getting a stalemate at the, the line of scrimmage and not really getting any push and you mm-hmm. know he's just putting his nose in there and, and running through guys and and doing his part to move the chain so i i thought his performance was really good and yeah and i i sometimes worry about Dominique's ball security but you know that he was excellent with that he was getting yeah. he was taking some shots and he hung on to the football all game long
0: yeah and he seems to me to get i don't know if comfortable is the right word because i don't know if you can be comfortable in a football game but um he just seems to get a little bit more comfortable i guess um without every game that we play you know i think his uh his drive just continues to impress me and get better week by week and that's obviously a a scary um front to to go against um this past saturday but i thought he he wanted it more
1: he's always you know he's always been a a somebody's backup right and i -hmm. I think you know in the offseason you kind of you know you don't know how's it going to shake out you got a couple of really talented freshmen coming in uh you've got Jaden and his speed you know coming back with a little more uh with a year of experience under his belt and so you know how's it going to shake out he ends up getting the getting the job but but I think he's settling into the job now and kind of Mm -hmm. taking some, some pride and ownership in the fact that he is the starting tailback at Oklahoma state university. And, and uh, yeah, I just thought, I thought he stepped up and and played pretty admirably uh, in a, in a game where he didn't have a lot of gaping holes to run through.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. So does that make him your primary poke or you got somebody else?
1: Well, I I wanted to hear I was going to make you go first and pick your primary poke because there's a guy that has to be one of our primary pokes. Okay. and I'm hoping you pick him so that I can go a different (laughs) direction.
0: Okay. well, I since we get to make the rules, um, then you can have two if you need to. But my primary (laughs) poke this week is Jason Taylor.
1: Oh, okay. Well, you actually, you, you got one of mine, but you okay. kind of went the other direction. So okay. yeah, I'm going to go ahead and talk about Jason Taylor and then I'll, and then I'll take my two.
0: <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I picked Jason Taylor this week. Um, I, one, I wanted to to show our defense some, some love cause I think I've been maybe a little critical of them just, just with, uh, so, so many unknowns of this year. Um, but I thought he, I thought he gets, he gets better every time I watch him. And I just found myself yesterday saying, yes, Jason Taylor. Yes, Jason Taylor. Um, And obviously he had nine tackles. Um, I think he was second for tackles. I think Mason Cobb led with 10. Um, And then the one interception I want to bring down or bring back how critical that interception was because of Dave Aranda's choice to go for it on fourth downs. I thought, that really made that interception big, obviously, you know, we get the ball and and get better control of the game there at that time. But, um, if you're, if you're playing somebody who's going forward on fourth down, obviously it makes it a lot easier if you can just go ahead and, and take the ball back. Um, But I just I think he's got I think he's got a good um, football mind. I think he gets more comfortable all the time. I think, you know, he's obviously meshing well with um, our defense and what we're trying to do. Um, And so and I just I think he's I think he's a good football um, mind. So I wanted to give him a little shout out. So he's my primary poke this week. Well, and the
1: the interception that you're talking about, Shelby, was it wasn't just an interception. I mean, it was a yeah. unbelievable.
0: No, I mean it was catch. legendary. A, yeah,
1: yeah, uh, and and he has yeah. Had so just
0: just so, a great pick by me for a primary poke is what you're trying it, to say. It is
1: a great. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. great
0: pick, and and
1: and I think uh, and and Jason would have would have been my pick on the defensive side too, because um, not not only because of all the things you said. But I also saw him give up a big touchdown, um, on yes. a, a ball that he, yep. he maybe had a shot at making a play of play on. And it was just it's shocking to me because of how many times Jason Taylor does make the play. Yes. It was shocking to see him not make that one. Yep. But then in true Jason Taylor fashion, you know, he has a short memory, right? He yes. comes back and, yes. and, and makes a, a big play to, to seal the game and, I mean, that mm-hmm. kid just has an absolute nose for the football. We, yep. We've seen him, uh, you know, at, uh, I can't remember if it was at TCU. It may have been TCU where he had a fumble recovery for a touchdown. He's had a, mm-hmm. uh, he's been defending an onside kick that he fielded and returned for a yes. touchdown. Yes, yes. I mean, there's not five people on the planet that have one of those under their belt. Yeah uh, you know, just, uh, the guy just makes plays. I, yeah. He's- and I'm
0: so glad that you brought up that point of him. Um, you know, maybe, maybe not, or maybe missing what we thought he should have, should have gotten because I was ta- talking to my husband Mason before this. And I was like, he asked me who my primary poke was. I told him Jason Taylor. I said, I, eh. but there was that one time, that one play that I was like, Jason Taylor. Um, but I think that's why I went ahead and made him, you made my point um, for me just then is cause that unfortunately that stuff's going to happen. Um, and I would, I want the guys on my team um, that can not have the short term term memory and get back on it um, and make some big plays. And, you know, if he goes and hangs his head after that play, he doesn't get that awesome pick. We maybe don't sell the game. Like, so it's a, it's a, it's all, you know, wrapped together that, you know, I'm just, I'm stoked for, I'm stoked for him, and I'm glad he he got his um, head back up and got after it. So thanks for making well, the point for me.
1: I, I think any of us that have watched him play over the years have gotten to the point where, it, if I mean, if the ball's going to be in the air and you're going to have a guy on the field, mm-hmm. you only pick one guy that's going to be close enough to make the play, whatever that play needs to be. Uh, man jason taylor's my guy he just yeah. he's pr- proven it time and time again and and uh yeah i think that was a, a great pick um what you got I, I i'm gonna i'm gonna throw two guys out which i know okay. is a, a little bit of a rules violation but
0: yeah I, well I, I, i'll let you i think
1: we i think we absolutely have to have spencer sanders be one of our primary pokes as you said all the pre-game hype all mm-hmm. of the discussion all of the pressure right tons yep. and tons of pressure yep. on this kid going into the game uh, everybody talking about the interceptions last year against Baylor
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and he came out I thought and played uh you know an excellent excellent football game uh, you know
0: and didn't try you're... to do too much which is so hard when everybody is so negative about your performance to not go out there and try too hard and he didn't right. and I yeah I commend him for that
1: he had, you know, he did have the one pick, but uh, but but he didn't he didn't compound that by mm-hmm. by throwing multiple picks. He hung on to the football, and you know, 181 yards, uh, the leading rusher and yeah, and the lead. That's that was the point I was working up to. Sorry, <laughs> he, no, no, that's great. I mean, but he is such a he's such a difference maker with what he can do with his feet, you know. And and you've got Dom Richardson, as we said earlier, you know, having to pound his head against concrete in there for a, a you know 3.6 yard average you know mm-hmm. the, the Oklahoma State's not going to have more than 100 yards rushing in the football game without having some help somewhere and sure. and the 75 yards of rushing they get out of uh, or 70 yeah 75, 75 yards they yeah. get out of Spencer Sanders you know ends up allowing you to have 166 yards rushing for for a team and and provided that balance that we talked about going into the game, you know, we we said Oklahoma State's going to have to have some rushing game uh, to keep to keep Baylor, you know, honest a little yep. bit and just keep yep. them from dropping a hundred guys into coverage and and so Spencer's feet, you know, are just huge in allowing that uh, that little bit of balance there. And um, I thought he did a good job taking care of the football. 20 of 29, you know, you'll take that percentage for sure Going the football all day, a couple of touchdowns. Um, so, so Spencer, is certainly one of my primary pokes and then, uh, uh, his, his favorite target on, on the day, I'm going to give, uh, you know, co primary poke treatment to Brennan Presley. Yes. Uh, tar- targeted. 10 Brennan's times. my, Brennan's
0: my deputy. He's my deputy yeah. this week. So well, I'll, I'll co-sign yeah. what you're about to say. Yeah.
1: He's, uh, Targeted ten times, eight catches. Just I thought did a fantastic job, and and that's really why I'm I'm gonna have those guys in there together because they were working in tandem. Spencer and, sure. and Brennan were working yeah. together to find the soft spots in that Baylor zone defense that had been so problematic for Oklahoma State a yeah. year ago, and and they figured it out. And and Brennan did a good job finding those uh, those spots and sitting down in the soft part of the zone and made a couple of fantastic catches, one against the sideline. Mm-hmm. It was a, as good a throw and catch as you can have. Really, you've had three yep. defenders in the area, and Spencer puts the ball where only his guy can go get it, and, and Brennan did just that. And then uh, a, a couple of nice returns by Brennan, too. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, Jaden had the one for the touchdown, but Brennan, Brennan bought, brought one back to the 50, uh, yep. I think maybe on the very next return. That was yep. a, another huge deal that gave us a short field.
0: Yeah. They just looked textbook together, you know, just like, just like you drew it up. Um, they work so well together. And I, I, I love Brennan as a person anyway, just by, you know, what I know through the great mind. I think he's a good guy. So, um, I'm super, super stoked for him. I'm like, I said, I had him as my deputy, so I'm glad you, uh, gave him the praise that he deserved. Uh, who do you have for your deputy?
1: My deputy, I'm going to go back on the defensive side. Uh, okay. You got you got Jason Taylor. I'm going to throw Mason Cobb Good. in there. I've, you
0: should. I've yep. seen
1: I've seen uh, the tackle statistics a couple of different ways. I've seen uh, I've seen some, one that had Mason listed as the leading tackler. I saw one that had JT listed as the okay. leading tackler. But those guys were were you know right there one and two depending mm-hmm. on who you who had the count. But I I thought Mason played his his best game and um was just around the football a lot and and he had a play in the red zone defensively where I think for I think everybody in the free world watching the game thought Baylor was getting ready to walk in the end zone Mm -hmm. and he fights through a block and looks like he got shot out of a cannon just tremendous closing speed on the ball carrier and uh, a critical fourth yeah great angle and, and a great open field tackle and a critical stop that, uh, you know, kept it, but kept Baylor out of his end zone on one of those fourth down, uh, situations yeah. that were Aranda and, and the bears went for it. So, yep. uh, Mason Cobb is my deputy this week.
0: Yeah. I love that pick. I'm glad because when I was doing a little, uh, recon and, and I was going back between, um, Jason and Mason for the defensive side. So I'm glad we've, we've got them both covered. Cause they, they both played uh pretty good, um, Dad, let's talk a little bit about the Big 12. Let's do a Big 12 breakdown. If I told you that there were four teams currently, we're recording this Sunday night, so the AP poll is already out. If I told you that there were four Big 12 teams that are currently ranked in the AP poll top 25, would you have ever thought that I would not say OU in Texas.
1: You might have been able to convince yourself based on the last few years that Texas wouldn't be in there. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know we every year at the beginning of the season, you hear Texas is back, Texas is back, and then Ah. a couple of games into the season, you find out, yeah, they're not quite back. So I might have believed that they wouldn't have been in it. I'd be lying if I said uh, that I thought uh, that OU wouldn't be in the top 25. I would be a filthy liar if I told you I thought Kansas would be in the top <laughs> right? 25.
0: So, yeah, so I'll, I, I'll, I'll break it down in case you don't, um, those listening don't know. But we are currently sitting at seven. TCU's at 17. The Kansas Jayhawks are at 19 and K-State is at 20. And those are the four Big 12 teams ranked today. Yeah,
1: the, the, the K-State deal would not have surprised me. The TCU, yeah. the TCU deal would would have absolutely been a shock because yep. I think by most uh, prognosticators, TCU was picked uh, down toward the bottom of the conference. The very last team picked by, yeah. by some of the pundits going into the season. So if you'd have said, uh, hey, <laughs> this next week that uh, Kansas is going to be hosting college game day for their game against TCU – I, uh, you know, uh, no I lost that. I lost the house for yeah. sure.
0: Just to just do a little recap for, um, for anybody. We, we beat Baylor, obviously, um, TCU B O U 55, 24 dad quit smiling. Uh, uh Kate- it's
1: just, it's, it's shocking is what it is. <laughs> the, I mean, not the fact that they won, but the margin of victory in that yeah. game was, well, was, was it, shocking. It
0: could have been a lot worse. It was looking a lot worse for a while. It,
1: yeah. that just, I mean, the the fact uh, TCU had scored so many points, points going into that game, you could sure see where it could be a game. And, and mm-hmm. I think we've figured out already early in this football season, Big 12 is tough top to bottom. Yep. But still, the margin of victory in that game was was a complete shot.
0: Yeah, 100 yeah. um, percent. K-State beat Tech 37-28. Um, Kansas beat Iowa State 14-11 uh, with a missed field goal um, as time was expiring for Iowa State. Um, as dad said, game day heading to Lawrence for the first time. Um, Kansas is 5-0 and since 2009. Uh, Texas beats West Virginia 38-20. Um, just kind of a, a crazy... A crazy weekend, which I guess we should just get used to at this point, because they all just seem to be a, a little nuts. But I, yeah, Kansas at nineteen with game day coming to Lawrence next week. I'm super stoked for them. I think it's awesome for the Big Twelve, and and I think it's a it's a, be a fun ride for them. I hope they, you know, have a blunder when we play them, but it's fun for now.
1: And you know that game that that um, that Kansas game was crazy last week because. As good as Kansas has done, it's really been on the back of their offense. Mm-hmm. And people have continued to say, you know, at some point the Kansas defense is is going to, you know, get match. them exposed and get them beat. And, and the final Iowa State game is 14 to, to 11. It's a, it's an absolute defensive, uh, you know, slugfest. I mean, yeah, it's an SEC again, game. so it's not yeah, – yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. It's an SEC game. So I, you know, I wasn't that shocked at this point in the season that, that, uh, Kansas state or that Kansas beat Iowa state, but I was again, super shocked at, at the, at the points. And, and you know, I just, I figured that one would be a, you know, 42, 41 school yeah. fest.
0: Yeah. I think it's, uh, it's, it's just fun for the for the irony of it all to just continue, um, you know, it's, it's more fun now that we haven't had a bye week and actually got a, a good big W under our belts, but I know we've talked a little bit about a a little bit about this, but the, you know, the sec big 12 drama lately, it's just, it just feels fitting. I'll just say that and we can. move. Well, there,
1: I mean, it's, it's early enough and you've got enough, uh, enough of those big 12 teams left that, you know, you you as a fan, and certainly as a player or a coach uh, associated with Oklahoma State, you can't you can't sit around and, and crow about it too much because you know the next one's going to be brutal, and the one after that, yep. that and the one after that. But um, if you want to talk about um, a little bit of karma, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think maybe maybe we all are getting to uh, to see a little bit of that. You know the. Uh, o u in texas leaving look uh, you know we've we've uh, addressed it a couple of different ways they're they're welcome to go do what they want and they're for sure obligated obligated to do what is best for their schools and yeah and it's a business you know, it's all it's money it's a business yep. but it's also true that uh, that what they did what they decided was was in their best interest and best for their schools was to sneak around in the dark behind the backs of the rest of the teams in the conference, mm-hmm. and and make this deal. And yeah. uh, so, you know, do do the rest of us in the conference maybe take a little bit of uh, of joy in the fact that that uh, their exit is not is not going real smoothly? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's a little bit enjoyable.
0: It's a little fun. Um, yeah, and then let's. Dad, let's go ahead and talk about you. You mentioned, you know, you can't. We'll enjoy it. It's Sunday, so we can still enjoy the the Baylor victory for sure. But you know, tomorrow we got to move on to Tech, and just like you said, every week in the Big Twelve is going to be tough. You know, you there's no there's no automatic W's at all. Um, so, what do you think about what What do you think about Tech? Give me some of your um, keys that you think we're going to have to to do to come out on top.
1: Well, you know, t- typically when you talk about tech, you, uh, you, that's where you think about, you know, the spread offense and, you know, slinging the football every down that that's not really been how they've, they've necessarily played this year. Mm-hmm. I haven't got to see a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I do know is tech is far more fundamentally sound on the defensive side with this new coaching staff than what they've been in the past. And I think that's the thing that's probably the, the biggest concern and, uh, this new coaching staff has come in and done a a, a good job in recruiting. They've got some pretty high-profile kids already committed to the next class. Listen, I'll admit when when they when they made this hire, and I heard his first press conference, I I kind of chuckled a little bit and I thought, man, this guy sounds like a little bit of a bumpkin. You know, I'm not sure how um, how many kids are going to respond to that. Um, you know, because he was he was, he was very country. He was very raw, raw, but mm-hmm. man, I, they, they have responded to him. Um, yeah. he, apparently he knows and has good relationships with every high school uh, coach in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. And, and that has helped him in terms of his recruiting and he's got those kids uh, believing and buying in and um, they're, you know, they're, they're a tough out anyway. And I think they're going to be that much more difficult to deal with because of the fact that they are playing better defense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be um, a really, a really fun game. I I hope um, you're talking about their sound defense. Um, I, I totally agree. I think we have a really sound offense right now. Um, so I'm excited to see how those two match up. I'm hoping we can, can pick them apart and, and do what we want to do and sling it how we want to sling it. So I'll be interested to see how that you, comes you out.
1: Just You said something about offense and, and that, Again, I have to, you know, tip our cap, which I think we've done every week, to Casey Dunn. I thought he called another, you know, outstanding game. Yep. Um, I thought he kept Baylor, you know, off balance, particularly so. Uh, you know, when you consider the fact that you know we weren't able just to line up and, and run the ball with the traditional tailback plays for you know for five or six yards a pop. Uh, but he still he still kept him off balance. We had the the wide receiver pass uh, with, uh, with, uh, John Paul Richardson that we ran. Um,
0: oh.
1: <laughs> I, I'm telling you that I, I, one of the biggest improvements I think in this football team from a year ago has to be the fact that, that we now have the ability to get up under center in short yardage situations oh, yes. in the red zone and, and move the chains, you know, when we have third or fourth, we're no longer turning third and one or fourth and one into third or fourth and seven by, you know, snapping the ball in, in shotgun formation. And I think that's been a a huge improvement. And one of the reasons that we're, um, you know, scoring more proficiently in the red zone is, is that short yardage package has really paid off. So, um, you know, hats off to the coaches for, I heard Mike say in his post game that a year ago, they, they said, Hey, this is not going to be a problem for us again and yeah. and and that's one of the big things they put in in the in the offseason is get being able to get up under center and you know uh, pack it up in there for short yardage stuff and I thought that was uh, I thought that was a big difference in the game Saturday.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I've been I've been super um pleased, I guess, with uh Coach Jones' performance in the games that that he's called. I think um I think he's really got a good feel for it. Um and I chuckled when you mentioned the JP throw um because I know you don't have twitter so you don't ever see the, twitter's hilarious but um JP tweeted out uh, a big shout out for um for his guys backing him up on that one cuz he, he wasn't very impressed with his own well, uh, so throw
1: Sometimes a guy can just be too open right <laughs> <laughs> I, I think his eyes, I think his eyes got real big yes. and, and he rushed it a little bit. And, yeah. you know, you hear office coordinators talk about that all the time because uh, you see that in games frequently when somebody will come in and either run a halfback or wide receiver pass and mm-hmm. and, and the pass you know, ends up looking a, a little rough and, and you know, they get questioned by the media and they say, Hey, we've run this in practice a thousand times and they throw it perfect every yeah. time. But yeah. again, for, for, for a position that doesn't handle the football every time 100%. like the quarterback yeah. um, you, you know, you come in there and, and the live grenades are going off all around you. Know, it's yeah. a little different deal, but uh, yeah. fortunately uh, we were able to go ahead and make the play and, and it was a big play.
0: Yeah. And it's a, and it's a great play call. And I, and I, I hope that uh, you know, we made the catch it was fine you know whatever I hope I hope we can continue to do um some fun stuff like that and keep keep different defenses on their toes well there's
1: but. look there's a benefit of those kind of plays even if you don't complete them you know even sure. if you even yeah. if the passes is, is wide out of that we're gonna try yeah you 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 keep the you keep the defenders honest and you mm-hmm. you 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 let them realize hey I can't just I just can't come flying up here on run support. I've got to, I've got to think about somebody throwing the ball over, over the top of my head. So yeah, you know, that, that's the benefit of just throwing a deep ball now. And again, even if you Mm -hmm. don't complete it, just the fact that you've stretched the defense vertically is, is worth a lot to, you know, soften them up.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, I think it's just fun football to watch as a, as a fan watching, watching the offense, you know, do some crazy stuff like that. It's just so freaking entertaining. Um, but dad, let's move on now to cowboy combos. And I don't even know why I was ever nervous as soon as I saw our cowboy combo against Baylor, (laughs) because I should have known that right then we were had the W the W was in the bag at that point when we came out in the all white, because it is so good. And they came out in the old, all gold. Let's talk about their all gold for a minute. One, their gold is terrible. It's it's an atrocious color of yellow, and they golded out. I guess is the term their stadium. Terrible. I have nothing nice to say about it.
1: it yeah, it's. I, I'm not sure what that what that shade is, but it's certainly not badness. Uh, you know, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers gold. Now that's that. Yeah, that stuff's good looking. It looks good with black or white or whatever, or you, yeah. or you could wear it solid. But yeah, I thought the yep. Baylor uniforms. This ain't uh, it. left left a lot to be desired. And of course that, that icy white uh, look mm. of, of the Cowboys yeah. white top to bottom is yeah. That's one of one of the favorites every year. And yeah. The
0: uni matchup was, uh, I mean, yeah, it was
1: the game was a lot closer than the uniform competition. 100,
0: that's what I was trying to say. 100%. Yeah. I give <laughs> the Cowboy combos a solid, five out of five Marshall stars and I will, I'll say six if I can do that because um, there are rules but what you give yeah I,
1: I'm, I'm maxing it out as well five yeah. five out of five for me
0: love it well you got a prediction for next week against tech I I know
1: they've I know they've announced certain things with all of the home games and and there may have already been an announcement that, that I'm not even aware of I I do think we have a, a blackout coming, but I don't think it's—I it's, don't think it's for the tech game.
0: No, it's not the tech tech game. It's later. It's against Iowa State, so I guess we'll just hope that that's a night game. But yeah, it's later. Uh,
1: you know, it's it's a big game. I, I don't think they'll—I don't think they'll go all orange. So it'd be some—you know—some uh, tricolor. One of the tricolor combinations I'm going to predict.
0: I think I'm going orange, orange, black. All right. We'll see. I think tech will just come in. I don't think they'll go all white, but I think they'll go, you know, red, white, black or whatever. So I think we'll definitely do the orange to counter the, the white is my prediction. Although nobody's asking me actually, maybe they are Shane. Maybe they're listening because they know that all white is my favorite.
1: They could be wondering.
0: All right. right. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess we'll see if we go orange, orange, black against tech then somebody important listening you
1: you get a you get a a free peanut or something
0: yeah lucky me um let's move right on into our loyal and true uh what's your tradition this week your okay state tradition
1: we've done a a few little you know food traditions and i think i i talked about you know the uh, us kind of being a coney island family and i if we're gonna get into some food traditions you we gotta we gotta throw in eskimo joe's that's a a Mm, great stillwater tradition and you know i think most of the visiting fans when they come to stillwater they've they've heard about uh, eskimo joes and and um uh, of course you know the the t-shirts uh, i yeah. think number number two selling t-shirt uh, behind, behind hard, hard rocks rock. yep uh anywhere in the in the world which is just crazy uh that that's been done there in stillwater oklahoma so my uh, my lo- loyal and true tradition is is Stan Clark's Eskimo Joe's yep. cheese fries or little joe's or whatever your deal is uh it's yep. a great place to, to to go and uh particularly for old people like me are i don't you, know about you... the young kids anymore but, but yeah i, I mean the young,
0: well the problem with us young kids is we're just hungry and you're not going to go to Joe's and they're going to say anything less than a two hour wait time. And so then it is, yeah. you're too hungry. It's, it's, so. it's
1: tough to get in on, on game day, but yeah, uh,
0: you got to want it really. But bad, it's a great Stillwater tradition. It is. How about um, yours? is. I'm going uh, friends in low places um, when they play yeah. the Garth Brooks song. Uh, I don't know how long they've done that. Maybe they've done it forever and maybe I've just caught on, you know, as I, as I went to school there, but I just remember, you know, Calling it out at the top of my lungs. I think they play it in the third quarter, maybe.
1: End end of the third quarter. Yeah, I don't know how quarter, long yeah. that's gone on, but that that has become a a really good tradition. And yeah, it just it's a like fun everybody in the crowd to sing along.
0: Yeah, I think every now and then you know they'll like cut the song off and it'll just be the crowd or whatever, and it's just a it's just a fun little uh segment there to get you get you rowdy for the for the fourth. I think as soon as they cut it off, then you know they've got the make some noise playing or like the little. Gifts they play, um, so I keep
1: hoping that one of these days they're gonna they're gonna crank that up at the end of the third quarter, and it's gonna be because he's in the stadium, he's gonna be there live. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I'm- Garth, if you're listening, as I'm sure you are, <laughs> uh sure. come on down to BPS. um Well, Dad, I think that's I think that's about it. I think we've covered it all. It was a, a great weekend for us. You know the the Pokes win, the Sooners lose, and the HCU. The Houston Christian Huskies are my brother's uh, football yep. team came out with bunch got a w, so. win.
1: So that was, that yeah. was big. Yeah. It's been a and fun weekend
0: in our household for sure. You
1: can't, can't go look them up as HBU anymore. They've nope, now I almost officially become Houston Christian university, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a good, good college football weekend and it'll be another crazy week in the conference uh, teams I'm sure cannibalizing each other just as they've done to this point, And hopefully, um, we can stay ahead of that or stay out of that carnage and stay at the top. It's going to be a a fight the whole way. And, you know, I think if anybody can end up getting through this conference slate with, with only one loss, I I would say right now, if you, if you give me one loss, I'd probably take it and say that and put you in the, the conference title game.
0: It is, is already crazy. And we're, we're just now entered conference play, and it's just already nuts. So here's to another week of just holding our breath and praying Um, but it's going to, it's going to be a good game. Um, come out and see it, please. If you can, if you're, um, around, it kicks off at two 30, um, be a perfect day to come to a football game. I checked the weather. I think the high is like 75. It's going to feel like fall. Um, like I said, it's already sold out. It's already sold out. So that means you actually have to come and if you're not coming and you have a ticket, give it to somebody who is going to come. That's how it works Um, or sell it back to the university so they can sell it. Whatever the case may be, find a way to get there and show up. You don't have the excuse that it's too early in the morning and you don't have an excuse that it's too late at night. So
1: find a way to get
0: there. Um, But yeah, it's going to be a good game. I'm excited. Uh, Weather's going to be great. And I think that's about it. Dad, do you got anything else?
1: Nope. See everybody Saturday. Go pokes.
0: All right. We are sponsored by Swing Hats Company. Um, A little spoiler for those that are listening. We have my 26th birthday is this Friday. And in honor of that, we are having a birthday launch of our state series um, that will be brand new. So it would be a perfect time to get you a state hat for before the season's over.
1: I've seen the prototypes. They look cool.
0: They look cool. All right. The link will be in the description below. Um, That's all for now. We'll talk next week. Go Pokes.
1: Go Pokes.